0: Hello, I'm Stephen Allen, and welcome to Stephen Allen Almost Daily. Hello, welcome to another podcast, which is still a miracle that it manages to get done, not because of the quality, not because of the work that goes into it, because of the lack of time. You can imagine what with having a child that's nearly, there's it, should be two weeks old, uh, one of the days, I don't know, it's been, did I explain this actually? Maybe we should have done this on the radio, but, um, so I've got a nearly two-year-old and a newborn, and the way that we've dished out some of the chores means obviously look it's so it's fair that both of us are very sleep deprived that's the way it goes right? it would be unfair if it were all on my partner so there are some gaps where there's one night where um i was waking up to do the feeds and then she wouldn't sleep, not my partner, she was asleep, but the baby. So she was lying on me and I couldn't sleep because my bad back. And then I finally, it was my turn to sleep, but our son woke up, so I had to go and deal with him. And then our flipping car alarm's have been going off. I had to take it in because one of the sensors is playing up. But just as I was about to get some sleep, that mother beep went off as well. So you could imagine, sometimes I've been somewhat um, troubled by the fatigue. <clears throat> But not that that necessarily gets noticed. So uh, we had uh, the healthcare visitor came around. She said that there's a new new push to try and check on the mental health of dads. I was like, oh, it's a bit late, isn't it? But, um, so it's nice that they're doing it. Meanwhile, um, my outlet is doing a radio show, which I have to squeeze into the smallest amount of time possible. And that's, that's how you enjoy something. They always say, if you want to... What's the word? Not savor. If you want to get through something and enjoy it make sure you barely let it touch the sides is that what it is i think that's what it is so as you can tell great mood um we did a radio show and it came out a little bit like this (laughs) we still have many new stories to talk about joe biden gets a mention sewage gets a mention not the same story that's rude uh carriage you know that carriage bloke who cooks and stuff i think we've moaned about him charging 170 pounds for a steak although give it about another three weeks of inflation and that'll be a normal price so more on that later we like to keep you up to date with all the various types of news, the actual news and also entertainment news. For more on that category, we're joined by a man who knows what he's talking about. It's my friend Larry. Hello.
1: Hey, Stevie.
0: Larry, what have you got for us this time?
1: Guy Ritchie used to be married to Madonna, you know. He's on a new diet. Oh, me too. OK, Stevie, I mean, Guy Ritchie is on a new diet that works. Ouch. Oh, you'll cheer up when you get your chocolate after the show. All
0: right, let's move on.
1: That was fun, though. Uh, but Guy Ritchie, he used to be married to Madonna, you know. He's on the caveman diet.
0: I've heard of that. Seems like a faff having to source all of that mammoth meat.
1: No, Stevie, it just means he eats a lot of meat and no veg.
0: Oh, it's the childhood dream of not eating your veg, isn't it? But they've given it a fancy name.
1: I know. He said that he has a ribeye steak most days of a week.
0: Quite marbled, that, so you can't have it rare.
1: He says he likes it crispy, almost incinerated.
0: Hmm so he doesn't mind having some leathery tough meat all the time
1: he was married to madonna you know
0: oh you mean listen thank you for the update we'll speak soon
1: okay toodles
0: sewage is in the news this is amazing isn't it um fergal sharkey gets involved in this one uh, he's he's upset that an mp has urged people not to flush the toilet when it rains i'm i'm surprised i'm only happy when it rains i would be o- the opposite i enjoy flushing a toilet so this is because um, Flick Drummond said that it would help to cut the sewage spills here's the deal, right They' privatized our water, and they don't spend any money on it. they just cream off the top, not the you know the, the money, not the what we're talking about. and then when it rains and we put a lot of sewage in, they're allowed to just discharge it into our waterways. Meanwhile, a poor uh, carp is going for a swim, like, yeah, and the idea is, well, then don't use the toilet when it rains what <laughs> We're this close to getting advice from the MPs to just go out the window, aren't we? Go, it's, it's what used to make Britain great it, during the Tudor era. Lean out of an upstairs window and, you know, knock yourself out. Knock someone else out, depending on your diet, I suppose. <laughs> Frank Skinner is in the news. I've only ever worked with him once. In a way that he wouldn't remember my stupid little face, but um, he said that he was once panicked at how much it was going to cost when he went to eat at a Tom Carriage restaurant, a Tom Carriage meal we talked before about how, I think it's one of his pubs, it's £175 for a steak. And I've seen a picture of it, and it's like, you don't get that many chips. For £175, put it this way, I'd, I'd want more chips than I could eat. I'd want more chips than I could carry. I'd, I'd want to back up the car and take some chips home with me. Do you know what I mean? The doggy bag would have to look like, you know, you see those people with laundry basket bags that are huge, and there's two of them walking down the street towards the laundrette. That's what I'd want my spare food to be for 175 pounds. Um, but this is the bit of the story that winds me right up. He said, uh, then he was told by the chef that it was on the house. That is one of the most humble braggy sentences I've ever seen. And in the story, he's saying like, oh, I didn't enjoy the food. I was so worried. Still, let's recap. You got given free, expensive food. If I were there with my lack of TV credits, well, first, I wouldn't be able to afford it, which means I'd be washing the dishes. And at 175 pounds for a steak... It's a lot of dishes that I have to wash, isn't it? Um, This news story is thoroughly depressing because, well, I'll just read it to you. Nugget sales have dipped as anti-war protests, uh, protesters are boycotting McDonald's. The Golden Archer's bosses say that they've seen a slump in the sales of nuggets. Chicken nugs, uh, because there's some political thing. And I just, without getting into the actual discussion, isn't it depressing that as a society... We tend to get fatter and fatter and fatter and more on my diet later actually but we get fatter and fatter and fatter and fatter and nothing can stop us eating fast food until the middle east gets involved should i be if ever there's an issue that can make people fall out even with food that they enjoy unbelievable not good believable but unbelievable oh this is awkward joe biden running for president i say running you know what i mean muddled president joe biden was mocked across france for confusing emmanuel macron with francois Mitterrand, who's been dead for 28 years do you know what i mean i mean biden's got something in common with one of them um he uh apparently he also got france and uh, germany mixed up that one's worse isn't it because to be fair getting confused between emmanuel macron and francois mitron look Anyone could do that. Do you remember the good old days when when our prime minister was Boris Johnson? He could have said Johnny Foreigner and got away with it. Cause that's how vague he could have been about names. Uh, uh, Frenchman, uh, you know, Claude, blah, 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 and would have got away with it. Back in the day, Boris Johnson made pepper pig noises, and that was normal, apparently. So I don't think we should necessarily be judging Joe Biden. No, we should. Of course we should. Yeah, let's just carry on judging Joe Biden superstitions are in the news where's this story gone here it is um superstitious brits adopt lucky rituals before big life events such as job interviews moving house or traveling i'm a weird one when it comes to supersti- superstitions because i'm not religious and yet somehow i've had exes who will say you're not religious steve why are you knocking on wood all the time it costs me nothing do you know what i mean just going is nothing giving up my sunday mornings bigger so it's interesting how i made that decision but two-thirds of uk adults believe in practices that will bring them good fortune this is according to research by the premier inn if you're hanging around a premier inn willing to do a survey i don't think that much good fortune has landed in your lap you you need to update your rituals Thank you to, I think it was Dan who sent this. I've not kept the tweet available to me because I've printed out the little, actually, the story. But um, he sent me a message saying, here's a news story for you because I know how you like doing. Was it gratuitous impressions, he said? Um, I don't know what you mean. Alan Carr has revealed that he was terrified when Carol Vorderman flew him in a plane because she was controlling it with an app. Firstly, I'm against that. People are on apps all the time and they don't always work. You know, sometimes you have to restart the app. If someone is sending a tweet and they say, oh, it's crashed. That's bad enough. Someone's flying a plane and they say the same. And I managed to do all of that, Dan, without going, Oh, hello, I'm Alan Carr. don't use your app. So I don't know what you mean about gratuitous impressions, honestly. I don't know if I've mentioned, but I've recently had a newborn child, so yeah, I do go on about it a lot. It makes her tax deductible and her clothes are quite expensive, but... This is in the news. Over one hundred, no, over 1,300 people turned up to A&E last year complaining of severe insomnia. Medics are saying, um, don't do that. Don't go to A&E with insomnia. Call 111. It's not as if you can't afford the time to wait on hold. Do you know what I mean? And I take their point, but I'll tell you what. <clears throat> as a new parent, there is nothing more annoying than hearing someone complain that they can't get to sleep. Yeah, I mean, I suppose neither can I. I, I had to fill in a, a questionnaire. That the health authority give to dads now about our mental health and it was have you had trouble sleeping i mean yeah i have i wouldn't have done if it weren't for other people the it's difficult to answer that one isn't it C- could you sleep yes on the right now uh, can i sleep because people keep saying it's your turn steve it's difficult to know if i mean it's not insomnia is it but it's still annoying <laughs> there's a dart story um this is darts ace stephen bunting says that getting hypnotized has help, helped him uh, hit the bullseye again. The bullet, Stephen the Bullet Bunting, struggled uh, on his form uh, after, before winning the Kazoo Masters in Milton Keynes. Do you know what? I think if I were to go to Milton Keynes, I'd probably need to be hypnotized first too, but he says uh, it was, he got the, the whatever they call it, the yips. He got a bit nervous. The former world champ says that it's all down to working with the hypnotist, Chris O'Connor. Um, is where's the actual bit where it says why flipping did it? Uh, your mind is ninety five percent negative, so every one of us will have the negative side of your brain. Is this true? Without even knowing it, um, to have that extra one or two percent can help you make a difference. So he got hypnotised to help him look at the positives and stop noticing the negatives, and that must be difficult when you're a dance player because if you're a sprinter or a footballer or even tennis players. Your body is loved by women, and you got loads of money. If you're a darts player, I know any means. It must be hard to find those positives. So harsh but fair. Come on, you got to admit, harsh but fair. Millions keep hold of sentimental items during breakups, things like T-shirts and photos. Ooh. I mean, I suppose you're allowed to keep the photos, aren't you, after a breakup? I mean, not those kind of photos. Why do you have to bring that into it? Oh uh, Others have held on to jewellery, ticket stubs from failed romances, cards and love letters. Yeah, but you got sent the love letter, unless you were a weirdo and you have Xeroxed it or whatever. But um, 55% held on to something for more than 20 years. This is according to a new piece of research, but the weird thing is, it's a bit awkward if your partner finds it. Like, 20 years later, you've probably gone through a few more relationships, and if your current relationship finds a picture of you with your, like, XXX, I mean, like, three X's ago, not a large lady, um, it's weird. Well, it's weird, either way. Where do we get to on this story? That really got away from me. I'm not quite sure why we're not talking about partners anymore. But anyway, that was fun. (laughs) A quick hit on this news story, which we could take seriously and not do a joke about, but no, we're going to do an old joke about it, definitely. Uh, a woman, it's in the newspapers, a woman shared her bed with her husband's uh, mummified body for four years, uh, Russian Svetlana, she's 50, and uh, she she slept next to his mummified body for um, for for four years. Now, you could be serious about that and look at the mental health implications, or you could say, apparently the love life was the same, but the the lawn did uh, suffer. And that's the the old joke that I think we all needed right there. I think we don't need to worry about aliens getting wind of the fact that I'm talking about this. A woman claims that she was once an ancient Egyptian alien. You're really going for both sets of uh, absolute nonsense there, isn't she? She was in charge of building the Great great Pyramid. Uh, The Mexican national, named only as Jacqueline. Says Jacqueline, but you know she's Mexican. Hacklin uh, says that she passed down instructions from aliens on how to build the pyramids. All right, this is in a TikTok video, so it must be real. Um, she claimed that she's an ET uh, who appeared as a queen and she showed Egyptians how to build pyramids. So the she's not though, is she? Do you know what I mean? You you hear all of that, and there's not a de- there's not a single part of that that seems believable, other than it was on TikTok. There's some great news stories today, though, like this one. Four out of ten dog owners, might as well have said two out of five. Come on, reduce your denominator. But um, two out of five dog owners tell their pet that they love them more than they tell their partner, according to a new survey. Why are we shocked by this? Of course they do. Because they do. Because it's easier to be emotionally positive to an animal. Genuinely, I've been through the conversations where my other half has said, you treat our cats nicer than you treat me. And you have to hold yourself back from saying, yeah, because they never try and ruin my day with a mood. (laughs) I mean, the cats and they're cats, so they're hardly filled with uh, emotion. But there's never a bit where the cat has had a bad dream that I've done something weird and I have to pay for it. So, yeah, that survey makes sense. There's upset in Miss Japan. You know, like Miss England, but in Japan, you you get that bit, don't you? But the Ukrainian-born winner of this year's Miss Japan beauty pageant has renounced her title. <gasps> Is she not beautiful? No, she looks all right. Um, after a magazine said that she had an affair with a married man. Is that enough to have to give up? But, oh, that seems wrong, doesn't it? Because if you've won it for being like the best-looking Miss Japan, well done. The fact that you may have had an affair with a married man, it's nothing to do. I often say the same about politicians. Unless the affair really impacts your department, your brief, then it's none of our business. Now, I am saying that as a married man. And yes, maybe I'm saying if you're the winner of a beauty pageant, maybe think about having an affair with a married man because, you know, life needs to have some smiles in it. I'm not saying that's why I'm taking that side of this debate, but I'm not not saying it. Right, there's the Mammoth podcast done. I was covering extra hours on the radio today because one of the other hosts is off. That's why you got so much. Subscribe to wherever you found this podcast. Uh, email me, me, at mrstevenallen.co.uk because it'd be lovely to hear from you. And until next time... Thank you for listening to Stephen Allen <coughs> Almost <coughs> Daily.